Chapter One Hundred and Five of Tales of Laughter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Tales of Laughter by Nora Archibald Smith and Kate Douglas Wiggin. The race between hare and hedgehog. It was once upon a time on a Saturday morning in autumn. All the barley fields were still in bloom. The sun was shining, the morning wind was blowing over the stubble, the larks were singing high in the air, the bees were buzzing in the barley blossoms, and the people were going blithely about their day's work. In short, all the world was happy, and the hedgehog too. The hedgehog stood in front of his door with folded arms, looked at the weather, and hummed a tune as only a hedgehog can hum on a Saturday morning. Now, as he stood there humming, he thought to himself all at once, while his wife was washing and dressing the children, he might as well go for a little walk in the fields, and see how his turnips were getting on. The turnips grew near his house, and he and his family ate as many of them as ever they wanted, and so he looked upon them quite naturally as his property. Well, the hedgehog slammed his door and started for the turnip field. He hadn't got very far, and was just sauntering round the briar-bush that stood outside the field when he met the hare, who was out on the same errand, namely, to look at his cabbages. When the hedgehog caught sight of the hare, he gave him a pleasant, Good morning. But the hare, who was a very aristocratic person in his own way, and very high and mighty in his manner, didn't answer the hedgehog's greeting, but said with a nasty sneer, What are you running about the fields for so early in the morning? I'm out walking, said the hedgehog. Walking, grinned the hare. I should have thought you could use your legs for something better. This remark annoyed the hedgehog, for, though he was a good-natured fellow enough, he was touchy on the subject of his legs, which were, by nature, bandy. I suppose, he said tartly, you think your legs are better than mine? That I do, said the hare. It remains to be seen, said the hedgehog. I bet you that if we two were to run a race, I should outstrip you. Absurd, cried the hare, you with your crooked legs. But if you're so anxious to try, I've no objection. What do you wager? A golden guinea, said the hedgehog. Done, said the hare. We'll start right away. Oh, don't be in such a hurry, said the hedgehog. I haven't had my breakfast yet, and I feel a bit faint. I'll come back here in an hour. So away he trotted for the hare made no objection. Then he thought to himself, The hare thinks a lot of his long legs, but I'll get the better of him all the same. For all his haughty ways, he's not so very clever, and I'll make him pay. See if I don't. As soon as he got home, he said to his wife, Quick, go get dressed. You must come out with me. What's the matter? said his wife. I've wagered the hare a golden guinea. I'm to run a race with him, and I want you to be there. "'Good gracious me!' cried the hedgehog's wife. "'Have you lost your senses? How can you think of racing the hare?' "'Don't be so quick with your words, woman,' said the hedgehog. "'That's my affair. You mustn't meddle with what you don't understand. Look sharp, put on your things, and come along.' What was the wife to do? She had to obey, whether she wanted to or not. On the way to the field the hedgehog said, "'Now listen to what I'm going to tell you. In that ploughed field over there we're to run our race.' The hare will run in one furrow, and I in the other. 
We begin at the top. Now all you've got to do is to stand at the other end of my furrow, and directly the hare arrives you call out to him, Here I am already. With that they reached the field. The hedgehogs told his wife where to stand, and went on to the other end. The hare was there waiting for him. Shall we start? said the hare. Right, said the hedgehog. Now then. Each took up his place. The hare counted. One, two, three. And away he went like the wind. But the hedgehog took about three paces. Then he went back, ducked down in his furrow, and stood there as comfortably as you please, and laughing as if he would split his sides. Now, the moment the hare came rushing up to the other end, the hedgehog's wife called out to him, Here I am already. The hare was quite taken aback, for he made sure it was the hedgehog himself who was sitting there calling to him, since, as everyone knows, a hedgehog's wife looks exactly like her husband. There's something not quite right here, said the hare. We must run again back to the starting point. And away he flew like the wind, but the hedgehog's wife never moved. When the hare got to the other end, the hedgehog called out, Here I am, already! But the hare, quite beside himself with jealousy, shouted, We must run again! Right, said the hedgehog, as often as you like. And so the hare went on, running backward and forward seventy-three times, and every time the hedgehog got the better of him. Every time the hare arrived at one end or the other, the hedgehog, or his wife, called out, Here I am, already! But the seventy-fourth time the hare dropped down dead tired before he got halfway. So the hedgehog took his golden guinea, and he and his wife went home very well pleased with themselves. And so my tale is finished. End of chapter 105